Welcome to the Game of Crowdfunding, recorded Sunday, April 28th, 2013. Now, this is going to be a a little bit different than what you're used to. One, it's just me. I don't have Richard here. Basically, I'm recording this because a lot of people have been wondering what's going on with uh, all us geeks. Uh, We haven't put anything out in a while, so I just thought I'd get something out there. We're not gone. (laughs) It's just been uh, mostly my fault. Uh, my schedule has been extremely hectic. And then when it comes to Richard and I, we both got hectic schedules. So the main podcast hasn't been out uh, too much recently. And hopefully we're going to rectify that here very shortly. Maybe next week. I'm not sure because I've got an interesting week next week as well. But um, we're ske- we're on the schedule for it next week. We'll see. As far as Richard and I, well, like I said, we're, we've both been pretty busy. Um, we're going to touch base here soon. And I didn't want to bother Richard too much this weekend anyway, because Friday was his birthday. Happy birthday, Mr. Bliss. Uh, I know I told you on uh, Facebook, but uh, get it out here in the uh, audio sphere as well. Like I said, it's been awesome getting to know you. So basically what I what I thought I, was gonna, I would do here is I'm going to go through, um, since we haven't recorded in a while, our previous round matches are pretty much done. There's a few that aren't, but uh, I'm just going to go ahead and give the finals on on those, and then I can uh, score them up on the uh, website so you can see where our scores sit, or the next time Richard and I get together, we can talk about, um, I think at a rough glance, how he's just slaughtering me right now. But also what I'm going to do with this is, since we haven't recorded in a while, there have been a lot of great projects that come out and have missed the works and haven't been able to talk about them and haven't been able to choose them for our draft. I've got one that we're going to talk to the designer here. So I got a little mini interview to go along with this podcast since you don't, so you don't have to just completely listen to my voice. Uh, and that will be Hero Brigade. And we'll talk to uh, Zucchini People Games, which is Nick Yu at the end of this little rambling of mine you can listen to him and about his kickstarter which right now is going very successfully so i'm really upset that i didn't get to pick it as one of my choices but uh there you go uh it's it's a project i believe in and and i thought we would talk to the designer and i wouldn't mind doing that off and on uh from time to time maybe as an, an aside from what richard and i do because richard and i are very concerned about how uh the time frame we don't want to give you guys too long of a audio for our little segment. We're our sweet spot is we're trying to stay within the 30 minutes. So with that in mind, let's go ahead and get to these outstanding rounds. Uh, we were still waiting for the Deadwood Studios versus Baldrick's Tomb to finish up to see where everything was going to land. Now, uh, Richard had Deadwood Studios, which finished at 144%, uh, getting just over $50,000. And... Had 919 backers, while Baldrick's Tomb was 241%, got just over $24,000, and had 500 backers. So there's one where Richard's going to get two points, and I'm going to get one. He's going to get the total money pledged and the number of backers, but I'm going to get the percentage overfund. So next up, we had Hoplomachus, Rise of Rome, and we were still waiting for Weekend in Vegas. So we already gave the numbers on Hoplomachus. Did very well. Happy with that project. Weekend in Vegas finally did cancel. So that's one where I'll get all three points because it funded. It's got backers. It overfunded. Round four was the dreaded, dreaded round that Richard is glad to see over. It was Torn Armor versus Zombicide Season 2. 
Zombicide was a beast. We already know that. We gave those numbers. We were kind of waiting for Torn Armor to finish up. But let's not take anything away from what Torn Armor did. Very successful project. 135% funded. A little over $67,000. Actually, almost $68,000. And they ended up with 561 backers. But in the end, I will be taking all three of those points. And then we had Legacy Forbidden Machines versus Sales of Glory, the miniature ship combat game. Now, uh, again, uh, Sales of Glory, uh, of those two, Sales of Glory ended up being a, the beast in that one. Uh, we were waiting for that one to finish up. Legacy finished very respectable, 210%, raising a little over $21,000, and ended up with 438 backers. But Sales of Glory, 922%. 276,745 dollars and 1,183 backers. So right there, three points for Richard. All right, and then we move into our uh, March 7th outstanding matches. Uh, let's see, we had Upon a Fable, which canceled. Uh, Upon a Fable is actually out there for its relaunch right now. If anybody was interested in that one, it did relaunch. Uh, it seems to be doing uh, a bit better than it did the first time around, and. Richard chose Emperor's New Clothes, uh, which did very well, 126% funded, $6,330, and 280 backers. So Richard will get three points for that since that did fund successfully, and my project canceled. So another three points for Richard. See, I'm just getting slaughtered here. See, the round two of that one was one that we both picked was Expeditions, Famous Explorers. Uh, that was 135% funded, uh, a little over $27,000. That one did very well. And then we both picked Speculation from Queen Games. 374% funded, $37,445. Again, another one just did really, really well. It's unfortunate we both picked it. And I believe that was the recording right before we started doing franchises. So neither of us got that. Round four, we had uh, Richard's Thon, Thon canceled. And then Mutant Chronicles has finished now. It's uh, 462% funded, 161,851 pounds. Uh, sorry, I'm kind of doing this off the cuff today because I just thought I'd get this out to you guys. Uh, so I did not convert it, but it uh, did very well. And uh, so I will get three points there. Much needed three points for Team Jeff. Round five, we were looking at Octung Cthulhu versus War Stories. This one, I ended up blowing him away. Not to take anything away from what War Stories did. In fact, like I said, I, I said on one of our recordings, I actually uh, referred somebody to War Stories that I knew would absolutely love that game. So mine, Octung Cthulhu, was 2,219% funded. Uh, again, 177,557 pounds with uh, 1,972 backers versus War Stories, which did 155% with $38,820 and 269 backers. So I will be grabbing three points off of that one as well. So the March 15th, outstanding matches. <laughs> We've got the grandfather of, uh, of all matches, the one that will never end. Our first match was uh, we both picked 
Terramid Earth Sphere, but Richard was uh, smart enough to use it as his first franchise pick. It is currently sitting at 403%, and it's got $80,708. Still has 15 days to go with 889 backers. Round two, we both <laughs> we both didn't do so well. Uh, Rise of Cthulhu was my pick, which uh, canceled. And Richard picked Warriors of Darkmire, which canceled. So neither of us get points there. Round three was Heroes of Normandy. It was both of us pick. Neither of us grabbed it as a franchise. So 501% funded with 150,476 pounds. So did very, very well. Going into round four, unfortunately, Family Vacation was unsuccessful. I hope they relaunch. I think there is a, a good spot for that game. And Philip, who I've had on the podcast, on the All Us Geeks podcast, was a great guest. We talked about this game and some of the other games that he's had published by mainstream designers. I hope we see a round two of that one. And, and if it does, I will not hesitate to pick it again. But I put that up, or Richard put up, Ruination against that. A uh, 54 millimeter heroic fantasy battle game. Which for a while I was wondering, I, I thought this might have been our first first one where n nobody scored because mine, because both were unsuccessful. Obviously we had the two that canceled, but for a while there, this uh, this ruination lingered, but it did pull it off. 117% funded, raising 1,178 pounds. So uh, it funded, uh, it overfunded, and it's got backers, so Richard will get three points off of that one. Now going into round five, Richard had Thunderscape, The World of Aiden, a campaign setting, I believe, for Pathfinder. And that ended 366%. Got uh, $29,337 and 432 backers. So that did quite well. And I put Undead Escape against that, which was unsuccessful. So there we go. Uh, Richard gets another three points on me. I am just horrible at this game that I helped make. March 29th, Outstanding Matches. We have Eminent Domain Escalation, which was something we both picked, but it was my franchise pick. So did very well, 413%, $103,479. I will get the three points on that one. And then round two, we both picked High Heavens, the board game where gods battle in the skies. Uh, this one is still out there, sitting at 75%. It's got $29,625 right now, uh, and it ends May 5th. So a little bit of time left. Uh, it's in striking distance, so that could still still be successful, but both Richard and I picked it. It wasn't a franchise pick for either one of us, so nobody's going to get the points off of it, but of course, you know, we hope it succeeds. Round three, we've got Relic Expedition, a jungle adventure game, which was my pick. That one has ended, uh, but Richard's Battle for Stalingrad, the intuitive card-based wargaming, uh, is still going. But both have successfully funded. So for Relic Expedition, that one ended up being 161% with $40,253 and 620 backers. That's where that one ended. 
battle for Stalingrad is 132% funded with $5,315, 32 hours left to go. So it's it's on a very short leash here. Next time uh, we record, definitely be done. That one's got 125 backers. So right now it looks I'm looking like uh, two points off of that one. And Richard is in striking distance of getting one point since I uh, mine was 161% overfunded. And his is certain at 132% right now. Uh, 32 hours, short amount of time, but it could happen. Let's see, round four. Round four, we had Lincoln's War, historical board war game. That was Richard's pick. My pick was personally incorrect, kind of a party game. Right now, Lincoln's War has got three days left here, it looks like. So that one is sitting at 99%. So that should fund. It's got $39,782 right now and 494 backers ends May 2nd. That should not be an issue. Should see that happen. Against mine, personally incorrect, which canceled. So that's uh, Richard just needs to get over that 100% mark. Uh, actually, he needs it to get 101% if he wants to get all three points, but uh, that should, like I said, that should happen. And round five, the final round, is actually still going on. Uh, I got the Burning Suns was my pick. Uh, 76% funded right now, 15,251 pounds and 239 backers right now versus Throne of Night, a Pathfinder RPG adventure path, which was Richard's pick, which is funded 157%, $31,536, another nine days to go. So let's see, Burning Suns ends May 4th, and uh, Throne of Night ends May 7th. So I'll be hard-pressed, I think, to pick up points on that one. But we'll see. Six days to go, 75, 76%. Uh, it's in striking distance to at least get to the 100%. Have to do the calculation again on the, uh, the conversion on the pounds. Uh, maybe I get get it on money. We'll see. There you go. Those are the outstanding rounds that I have for you. So I'm going to go from this. Now I'm going to give you myself and Nick sitting down talking about Hero Brigade, which is currently on Kickstarter. I've got a guest with me whose project, if Richard and I could have recorded, probably would have been one of my draft picks. Without uh, any further ado, who do I have with me today? Hello, my name is uh, Nicholas Yu. I'm the designer for Hero Brigade, uh, and you can find my game currently on Kickstarter. That's right, Hero Brigade. Now, uh, for those uh, joining us, uh, okay, you know what? Before we even get into your game, mm -hmm. let's talk a little bit about your uh, your company name, Zucchini People Games. Where'd that come from? Okay, uh, I actually have kind of an anecdote, like ready to chamber, <laughs> like in the chamber, ready to fire whenever <laughs> anyone asks me this. But uh, I don't know if you ever read uh, Gary Larson's uh, The Far Side, the comic strip. Uh, off and on, yeah. Okay, but it actually comes from there. Uh, when he was originally trying to get syndicated, he didn't actually have a name for his comic yet. And so the syndicate actually chose a name for him. And he uh, kind of later famously said, you know, I didn't really care. I was just so happy that they that they were going to publish me. They kind of called it Revenge of the Zucchini People for All I Care. Okay. And that's where Zucchini People comes from. All right. 
And this is your first game? Yes, this is my first first game that I'm trying to publish. And you have uh, others in the chamber in case uh, th- this goes off? Yeah, uh, I mean, so far everything's going well, but uh, yeah, I mean, I've always kind of had game design ideas, but this is the first time I really decided, hey, you know what, I'm really going to take a shot and uh, get this out there. Not just, you know, me and my f- a few friends playtesting it around the kitchen table. So Hero Brigade. Hero Brigade is currently sitting on Kickstarter. Mm -hmm. Again, like I said, this would have been one of my picks. Thank you. Unfortunately, Richard and I haven't uh, haven't gotten together in a while, and now it doesn't qualify as a pick, but I definitely would have made it a shout-out at the very least. Right. Well, I think it would have done well because it it got funded in the first day. So That's right. That's one of the things we kind of want to talk about. Now, you were looking for $5,000. Right. And... You're actually currently at a little over $9,000. So you're yeah. more than fully funded and you've already hit your very first stretch goal and you're well on your way to your second one here. Yeah, I'm hoping by Monday we can hit that second stretch goal, which is uh, the solo play. So how about we give uh, people listening a little uh, intro into what Hero Brigade actually is? So what's, what's your uh, mile high definition or pitch? Okay. Uh, well, I've been defining it as both a uh, deck builder and a card battler. Uh, basically, the game kind of alternates between phases of deck building and then card battling, like card fighting, like magic or vampire. And that's kind of where the most direct inspiration comes from. But one of my frustrations is I, I love deck building games, but sometimes I really hate how little pl- direct player interaction there is. So I wanted to make a game that has like some deck tuning, deck building aspects of it, but still, um, you know, there's a lot of direct interaction. So I decided to to pair that with like a, a direct fighting game where, you know, you and your opponent are, are butting heads constantly every turn. And it's also got a little bit, I would say, like area control because you, you have to keep your, your side of the board populated. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, th- there's a lot of things to, uh, to keep in mind. And that's actually one of the reasons uh, why I lowered the, uh, the hand size. Right now, you know, you only have four cards in your hand. But one of the other major design philosophies I wanted is that you always should have an interesting decision. And to that end, each card can do three different things. Uh, each character card can do three different things. Like you can play it to your front row, you can play it to your support row, and you also can do it, use it for a one-time play effect. And sometimes that means grabbing a card to help build your deck. But then, you know, every time you do that, you're missing out on a chance to play a guy to your party. Now, my question for you is, did you originally picture this as a CCG-type game? Um, well, I mean, it's not collectible. I mean, it's, it's standalone. But uh, Well, originally this, uh, and this actually came from kind of like a, a half-finished uh, iOS game that my friend and I made. It was like a tactical strategy RPG. Okay. Uh, a lot of the characters, a lot of the ideas came from that. But we never really got around to finishing it. So I kind of uh, kept the flavor of the characters that I'd already come up with. And I, I kind of combined that with a love of uh, Final Fantasy games where you see kind of that row tactics, like Final Fantasy VI, you have like a yes. front row and a support row. And then, you know, I, again, I love deck buildings, but I was frustrated with that lack of direct interaction. So I kind of put those all together and um, turned into a really good game. Because there's a lot in here that feels CCG-ish in mm-hmm. play. But again, yeah, we want to stress, this is not a CCG. This is not a collectible. This is a, an all-inclusive game right. uh, with potential for expansions in the future but it's not booster pack random card exactly um the, the plan is uh, and now that the kicks that are succeeding you know i've already pretty much finished the expansion i was working on it while i was waiting for art to come in stuff like that um you know it, it it'll be a standalone expansion um you, you know a whole new deck of heroes whole new deck of villains and completely new cards in the middle as well now, one of the things we, we didn't touch on yet is this is actually, as it stands on Kickstarter right now, is a strictly two-player game. Uh, I've right. seen you answer some question about ha- expanding it beyond two players. Mm-hmm. Where is your process looking on, for on that right now? 
Well, I, um, I just posted a preview video for solo play. Uh, that's kind of a variant that's coming up. So I, I'm just formalizing the rules, but I'm, I'm, uh, I came up with a form that I'm pretty comfortable with. So, uh, yeah, once it hits that $10,000 stretch goal, you know, I'll make sure that, you know, I officially write it up, formalize it, get some rules in the rule book, uh, so that people can kind of enjoy a, a solo variant. At the high end, uh, is that four player play or, and three or four player. Mm-hmm. And people who are familiar with magic, it's going to be more like a two-headed giant mechanic. Okay. You're uh, closing in on your next stretch goal here, which actually is that solo variant that you just exactly. talked about. Yeah, that's why I posted that that quick little preview. All right, to try to help get, get you there. Right. Let's talk a bit, little bit about your, your overall process here, I guess. Mm-hmm. You said this kind of stemmed from an iOS game that you and your friends were kind of working on, and it went from there. What kind of time frame are we talking? How long did it take you to get this into its current form? Probably about three months. I work quickly. Uh, I know normal game development cycle is like 10 months. But again, a lot of the ideas, character design concepts, they're already in place. So you know, I kind of had an extra uh, launching pad. So it, it, you know, I got off the ground a lot faster rather than I was tar- starting totally from scratch. You know, one of the things that I didn't realize is that coming up with a really awesome game is really only a third, a third of the battle. Uh, there's so much more to the process than that. Right. What's your process then for, say, like playtesting and blind playtesting and all that good stuff? I mean, if you only went three months, that had to have happened fairly either uh, soon in the process or was a fairly quick process. Well, as I said, the the actual uh, concepting, you know, getting the game down and making prototypes, you know, I started off with just scraps of paper that were inside magic sleeves. Mm -hmm. Then I went to Kinko's and, you know, got some cardstock before graduating to the Game Crafter. But yeah, I mean, we we were just playing constantly. Uh, You know, I would scrimmage against myself, first of all. Uh, You know, that that's where you spot a lot of the problems right away. But then I would just, like uh, one of my friends, Colin, like there was one day we just sat and played the game for like 10 hours. (laughs) You know, we just went through, figured out all the different strategies. And, you know, I introduced it slowly more and more to more friends. And I've actually been taking it to the local game stores uh, here in the Rochester area and uh, introducing it to strangers. Because sometimes, uh, you know, someone outside of your playgroup will spot something that your playgroup didn't. And we'll just point out that's Rochester, New York, since a lot of, some yes. of our listeners and my, lo- my local is Rochester, Minnesota. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Right. Oh, yeah, Rochester, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we I won't be meeting Nick down at the game store anytime soon. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do plan on hitting the conventions, though. You you thinking about going to to Gen Con? Uh, yeah, with the success you got going on right now. Yeah, Gen Con and Origins are both kind of on my calendar right now. One of the uh, things we haven't mentioned yet is that I was able to sign into a national distribution deal with Game Salute. Right, I was I wanted us to talk about that a little bit. Let's just go ahead and talk about that right now. So my conversations with Nick or conversations that I've been involved in with Nick a little bit have been mm-hmm. kind of on the early side, right before the Kickstarter kicked off, yeah. when one of those. Huge valuable lessons I think Nick was learning is there's a lot to throwing up a Kickstarter page than just <laughs> saying, here's my game, please give me money. Exactly. <laughs> so it was a lot of feedback. He was getting a lot of feedback from people off of the Game Crafter. Um, and I've got to say, uh, between that and what we're about to talk about, you signing with Game Salute, I think you came up with a very solid Kickstarter from Jump. I appreciate that. Which has changed a lot from the first days I saw it. And oh, yeah, absolutely. All for the better by far. Yeah. But one thing that I want to stress for anybody listening, especially a few people I know that are going to do Kickstarters here, this really is the best way to approach this. And again, it's I, I've been approached by other people mm-hmm. that say, here, take a look at my Kickstarter page that I'm about to launch. 
And then every piece of feedback you give them, they tell you why you're wrong. (laughs) And again, doing this as long as I have, I mean, I haven't launched my own Kickstarter, but I look at hundreds and hundreds of Kickstarters every day Mm. and kind of go through them and go, yeah, that'll work. That won't work. That won't work from a consumer standpoint or what's going to catch my eye to to do this. So I, I don't give feedback lightly, but Nick took all the feedback that he got. And I'm not saying like, Nick had to say everybody's opinion was right, but he actually evaluated it and took it seriously and decided how his Kickstarter page should be. And it really paid off. Uh, Yeah, I think so. Um, And you mentioned, you know, I got a lot of great feedback from the Game Crafter. I also posted a thread on Board Game Geek. Mm -hmm. And uh, also Games had their own input as well. And yeah, I mean, I kind of took that. And you're right. I mean, I did have to evaluate it. You can't just go with everybody's opinion because then you have you know, a hundred different opinions on where to go. But if I heard the same thing more than once, I, you know, I kind of stood up, stood up and took notice. I'm like, okay, this is probably something I should take a look at and, and adjust if necessary. Right. All right. So you're, from what I get, I mean, I'm, I'm sure there was more going on behind the scenes and maybe this was going on longer, but it's kind of, you were seconds away from launch or, <laughs> or did you actually launch and then Game Salute came on. I can't remember uh, the exact timing, but it, it was it pretty was close. Three days before, yeah. I mean, it, it was pretty last minute. I had submitted the game to them um, a month prior, and uh, they take at least four weeks to play test the game to see if it's something that they like. Right. And so the timing was was really tight. But uh, Dan Yarrington, the CEO of Game Salute, um, you know, I can't say enough good things about him. You know, he's like, we'll get you sorted out one way or the other before the campaign launches. You know, he actually called me up Friday night and he's like, uh, let's do this. And, you know, walk me through the information. And, you know, there was a confidential agreement, so I can't talk about everything. But, right. you know, it was it was generous. I did want to get on board with them. And he also had a lot of really great feedback that I used to continue to improve the Kickstarter campaign. Right. Because even over the weekend before you launched, a lot of things changed. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they sure did. And again, all for the better. I, I really commend you for actually taking and evaluating all feedback. And obviously, you're going to there's going to be a bit more weight coming from something from like game salute and stuff as well since you know they've done several of these professionally right and they, they've given their input on on quite a few and have helped quite a few kickstarters get off the uh, ground yeah exactly all right so all of that led to what you got going on right now which is a very successful kickstarter at the moment uh you've got like 24 days left to go you're working on your second stretch goal which hopefully within you know like you said by tomorrow sometime uh will have hit that and uh, so, how you how you feeling right now? I mean, how, uh, how's the uh, roller coaster ride going for you? Uh, well, at this point, I'm I'm on an up. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know if you were there over the weekend of the Game Crafter, but I was totally freaking out every day uh, prior <laughs> to the launch, uh, especially after uh, I signed with Game Salute and they had like another round of feedback to give me. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, I was really scrambling at the, even up until the very last minute. So, you know, anyone who's interested in doing a Kickstarter, start early. Like I I had my page approved a month before. Mm-hmm. But that was before, you know, I got the, the feedback from Game Crafter, Board Game Geek, and Game Salute. So, I mean, it was constantly evolving. You want to give yourself that that time to breathe. But right now, yeah, th- things are definitely on, on a high note. And that's one thing, too. I mean, like you said, you put yours out way, way early. And it's up to you, right? I mean, you, you're the one that gets to decide after it's been approved saying, okay, I, I can hit the button and now it's it's live. Right. But one thing, I don't know if everybody knows this. I mean, if, you're, if you've been around enough and you're around enough developers that are looking for feedback you know this but if you're somebody coming in new and you're like oh wow i see all this stuff going on on kickstarter you may not know this but you you're gonna have a preview link that you can give out to people to check it out and it's 
hugely valuable. Super, super important. <laughs> so again, that's what we were talking about. I mean, Nick had his project out there for over a month and he's just constantly sharing that link every time he makes changes or every time he's got a new audience that might be able to help him out and uh, gathering that feedback. And again, not, not saying, you know what? My favorite color is blue, change blue, change it to blue, you know, that kind of stuff. But when he starts getting the same feedback over and over again, hey, something may need to be looked at here. Right. So he had a month of that. This is this is a month before his project even launched. And not only that, a month before it launched, he had people looking at his project before they could even give it give it money. So he's building a more even a bit of a base as well. Yeah, and and that's really important too because um those board game review sites, you know, Dice Tower, Father Geek, uh, you know, Gamers Table, they are super busy. I mean, they're getting inundated. They're getting flooded with people uh, who want to look at their games. So the sooner you can get it to them, the better. Um, so that, that they can have the reviews up when your project launches, not, you know, near the end where, it may, you know, maybe too late to make a huge difference. All right. Anything else you want to share about the project before uh, we uh, wrap up here? No, I just want to thank my friends, and my family, especially my wife. Uh, she's been a huge reason I, I, you know, I've been able to do this in the first place. And then, uh, so once this is is in the can, we we can mm -hmm. look at you. You said you've already started doing the expansion for it. Yep. Uh, some of that looks like may kind of get leaked with uh, stretch goals, depending on how well this does. Yeah, uh, the, uh, some of the cards are going to come out early, and uh, obviously that will cause me to add new cards into the expansion for the ones that come out early. But yeah, I mean, I think that's an exciting thing. People want more of the product. That you know, I take that as a good sign. Um, that was actually the, the gamers table review that came out. Um, you know, one of the guys actually said, you know, I, I want an expansion already. So that, I mean, I, I only take that as, as good feedback. And then hopefully we'll also see some other great games from Nick and zucchini people games in the future. Awesome. All right. Thanks for joining me, Nick. Thanks for uh, giving our, our audience a little sneak peek behind the scenes. And, uh, hopefully we can get a couple more people over there to check out this great game. All right. Uh, and thanks for giving me the opportunity to talk about it. Uh, Hero Brigade on Kickstarter. Thank you. All right, so there you go. Final uh, results on some of our outstanding matches. So when Richard and I get back together, we can clear the slate a bit, and then we can start with a new set of, of matches for you, new set of gaming projects, and a nice little interview with Nick to uh, let him talk about his current project, sitting out there, Hero Brigade. Great project, and like I said, I mean, I, I stressed it quite a bit while talking to him, but did a lot right to get that funding within 24 hours. I mean, again, that's that's not going to happen with every project, but he did so much leading up to his launch of his product to make it successful that it's a well-deserved funding within 24 hours and having the amount of time he has left and hitting some stretch goals. Uh, I'm really happy for Nick and I'm really excited uh, to see how his project ends. If you're interested, again, check out, you know, you can see the show notes, throw a link into it there. If you go to the allusgeeks.com website, we've got some uh, links to it there as well. And, uh, you know, thanks for joining us again. Uh, sorry, it's been a while. We'll be back. Everybody will be back. Everybody's excited to, be, to come back and do some recording. I apologize. It's mostly me. We'll get something worked out here. We'll, we'll get you guys some quality audio soon. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening. Talk to you soon. Mm -hmm.